The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hi, welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is the creator of the email salvation system, Kenneth Yu. Go to puppetstringmarketing.com to find out more. Kenneth, thank you for being with me today. Yeah, thank you. It's good to be here. Kenneth, today we're going to be talking about email marketing. First of all, could you let us know about how you got started in internet marketing and how you got into email copywriting? I guess I started on internet marketing when I bought a few um, e-books many years ago. And I think there were people from Joel.com and, and Ewan Chia and all these different uh, affiliate marketers. So that got my interest peaked. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, when I was in um, my previous online marketing company, that basically the personal development uh, company to the stars. I wouldn't really mention them my name, but I was the copy chief there. And my biggest challenge there, and this is how I got started in email copywriting, was the fact that I was a sales letter copywriter then, but I wasn't able to generate sales with their email list. And, and they were having an email list of 100,000, 200, I think they were, yeah, about more than 100,000 people at that point. Uh, you know, they generated that through, purely through PPC. It was a time before Google Slap and everything. And, and what happened was I realized that I couldn't do the sales letter format in email form. And that that's probably the first mistake that you, you hear thrown about. No one, I don't think anybody, even till today, actually explains how to write a good email or how to construct a good email. And what usually people do is to swipe from somebody whom they feel is successful, uh, cut and paste it in and hope for the best. But more often than not, that, often leads to failure. And that's what happened with us. We we listened to all the top gurus talking about email marketing, but every time we did something, it was just really bad. Like, it totally was flawed. You might make one or two sales, but, you know, one or two sales from 100,000 lists isn't the most impressive. And it was until we, I say we because it was me and a whole bunch of copywriters trying to find a formula in order to, to write an email that actually sells. And so what we did was we subscribed to a, a thousand mailing lists. Uh, we're basically yeah, on nearly a thousand marketers and other different people who are reputed to be good email marketers. And we cascaded down uh, what was successful in all these emails. And it was then we, 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 we stumbled across this formula that, that we, I, we now call, I now call the email salvation system. And what that has enabled is when you follow this formula, you can write the best emails of my life. And I remember the very first time when I wrote this email, and this, this is when I know that, you know, I'll probably make a decent email copywriter. And that was, I wrote an email in 20 minutes. Uh, it was for an affiliate promotion. I sent it out and we made a hundred thousand dollars in a day. Wow. So, and we made about $200,000 in a week, which is quite sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that's what <laughs> that yeah. was like my first first serious email written using this system. 
So basically, you managed to really increase the conversion rate by tweaking just a few things here and there, or did it require a complete makeover? It's by totally overhauling what you think about email, I guess, because there's a lot of misinformation about email, but using this particular system, I mean, we're able to generate such an amazing conversion rate. I mean, you're right about the conversions, and uh, the same, I guess the same system is, same system is giving us about $13.4 cost, I mean, not cost per subscriber, um, what do you call the, the thing, the price per subscriber on our mailing list, which means an average, um, an average subscriber on our mailing list spent about 13.4 over their customer lifetime, $13.4, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's very impressive. So Kenneth, do you have any list building techniques, first of all? Because without that list, we've got no one to even email to. So you mentioned earlier big numbers like 100,000, 200,000 people on a big mailing list. So some serious list building going on there. Um, what techniques can we use to build up a nice sized mailing list? I think everything we do takes a lot of time. I mean, uh, the kind of uh, list building I do takes a lot of time because uh, I don't do paid traffic as much as I want to. And and that's probably due to probably a lack of time or lack of interest. I don't know. But I I believe the greatest source of my mailing list actually comes from Twitter. It comes from social media. And I think social media, video marketing, teleseminars are really big ways to build a list. And I find, I mean, I emphasize on teleseminars and webinars a lot because that's really how you build a very good targeted following that immediately gets a relationship with you at the outset because, I mean, there's a cliche that says that the money isn't in the list, it's, it's in the relationship with the list, and you need that relationship. And for me, I think what I do now really is driving social media traffic to a webinar sign-up page, and that's how I build my list, uh, pure and simple. Sure. I have a few different ways, but that's really my main way of doing it. Do you have any autoresponders that you recommend for someone just starting out with building a list? I mean, if you're a total newbie at this, I think Aweber is the tried and true. I mean, it is really good. It is really user-friendly. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's not perfect. And uh, I believe uh, get response and constant contact and eye contact are all really good uh, autoresponders as well. So, but I believe if you're totally a newbie, then Aweber really will suffice. Let's talk about nurturing a very responsive list. How do we get people to open our emails? People are getting tons of emails every day. There's a lot of noise in their inbox. So how do we get them to open ours? That's easy. Um, I think in my email copywriting course, uh, the email salvation system, I actually have a, a, a special module for hyper-competitive industries. And basically, these are industries where everyone is attacking your inbox. That's if you're in real estate, if you're in IM, if you're in, you know, fitness and all these different uh, places where, where you're constantly bombarded by emails. I actually have a specific module uh, directed towards that. And the reason why I raised that up, I mean, I call it the razor's edge, the razor's edge, which is, you know, advanced uh, strategies for, for hyper-competitive industries. And one technique which I use there, there's about, I think, seven techniques there, or sorry, five techniques there that, that will make you really stand out when you're facing the inbox. And I think one of the best ways 
if not the best, is this thing called the law of the opposite. And the law of the opposite comes from Al Rice, or Al Rice, I think. I mean, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name in, in American speak, but oh, I think it's Al Rice, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's basically the one of the branding mavens. He's, he's one of the top branding guys in the world. I sat under his tutelage a few years ago. And he, he came up with the 11 immutable laws of branding, or the 28 immutable laws of branding. And one of the laws was the law of the opposite. And that is, see what everybody else is doing and just do the opposite. And you have to target, uh, you have to tailor your subject line as a counter argument or uh, a counter to basically what's happening in the inbox. If everybody is going for long subject lines, you should go for short subject lines. If everyone is having short subject lines, you should have huge subject lines. So it's, it's. I mean, uh, even in terms of topics, I mean, if everybody's using bad news, you know, the, the whole subject, like the whole thing, the whole uh, subject line that Franken did, the whole bad news thing, you know, that was popularized right now, you, you do something different. You're going to say, you know, uh, good, nice news here or something like that. You look at your inbox right now, I believe most people here are subscribed to at least five to six gurus or five to six marketing people. And you see what they're doing, you just do the opposite and instantly you stand out from everyone else. Sure. So it's basically setting yourself apart from everyone else and giving them an intriguing reason to open the email. So going on from there, how do we get people to read the whole email? Because I'll be honest with you, Kenneth, I've been subscribed to many people's lists. And when I'm scrolling through messages, I read the headline um, then maybe I read a couple of paragraphs and after that I've clicked off and I've gone on to the next email and I've not read the whole thing. So how do we avoid that? As an email marketer, we want to make sure that our subscribers do read the whole thing. So how can we get people to do that? The easiest way is just to keep it short. <laughs> so it's, um, I believe actually only 90, only 2% of people actually read below the fold. And by the fold, I mean... Uh, the part where you don't need to scroll down. And let's say I click on an email. Um, if I click on an email, usually I think 88, oh, sorry, 98% of the time, I will not actually bother to scroll through the entire message. And so what you need to do is to, to make sure that you get all your key messages, you get your links, everything above the fold. So at least one or two links above the fold. I mean, that's my big tip for you. And in the email, sub, email salvation system, that's another four or five different ways uh, you can keep people reading. But this is really the best way. Just keep it short. Yeah. Make sure you have three links, uh, uh, three different links throughout the, the, the passage. Uh, at least have the first link above the fold yeah. and you should be fine. Click through should remain high. Yeah. What if you do have a lot of information to give them? Would you still keep the email brief and then leave the rest of the information for after they've clicked the link? How would you do it? It depends on the information. So it's um, if you're talking about something like a blog post or a, a lesson kind of thing, like a marketing lesson or something, I would actually, what I would personally do is drive the email traffic to a blog post and do a specific blog page with that information there and, uh, and have the call to action. I mean, you may lose out in conversions, but you definitely get a more pre-sold uh, click-through. How do we make sure that people do actually click that link, that they actually want to click the link? I think it's just a matter of 
interests. And it's a matter of pre-selling them in a way that doesn't seem like selling. And that, I mean, I'm not sure if you heard, I think if we're in marketing a long time, we probably hear, you know, sell the click, mm-hmm. <laughs> not the product during your email. And it's really true. And that is, you need to be able to, to, to structure your email in such a way that they can't help but click. And that involves very specific psychological triggers. It involves um, very specific things that you can embed within the email in order for them to click. And in the email salvation, there are actually two ways to do it. One is one, sorry, another one module I have, another module, and that's another $97 module within the actual package I have talks about, um, I call it the email persuasion spell book. And that is using various persuasion principles and weaving it within the body copy itself. And what happens is when you do, when you structure the words accordingly, your click-throughs will actually uh, become higher. Okay, so we're using the classic persuasion principles. Anyone that's into copywriting, sales letters, direct mail, and that kind of thing, are they the same kind of principles that you would use in an email? Same principles, different expression. Because if you write your email like a sales letter, you will fail. And uh, that's a very simple reason for that. I'm going to digress off a a tangent for like two minutes here because I think this is really important to any marketer and especially the people on your list. If they listen to this, if they forget everything on this call, if they get this one thing right, they will become really successful at what they do. Yeah, please share it with us. (laughs) (laughs) And that is, if you want to be successful, to be a successful marketer, you must master FOM marketing. And FOM marketing stands for frame of mind marketing. And this simply means that whenever your prospect is on a different internet medium, their frame of mind is different. And for your for you to get the kind of response rates that you want to get, you need to be able to tailor your message according to their frame of mind at the moment. Are you following me, dude? I'm following you, yeah. So it's so what's happening here is for example, if I go to a sales letter or sales page my frame of mind is to buy something. So by then, hopefully, the pre-sale processes are done. When I'm on the sales page, the job is to close the sales, and the job is for me to actually buy. But if I'm on email, if I'm on Twitter, if I'm on Facebook, my frame of mind isn't to buy. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, if I'm on email, I mean, I don't want to be sold to on email. If I want to be sold to on email, I will open up the spam folder and just click on it one by one. <laughs> you know, yeah. I go on. So you must be able to tailor your message in the right way so that people will actually be more receptive to you. And the same goes for Twitter. I mean, the reason why I'm so successful on Twitter is because I market to someone's frame of mind. I don't uh, market, I don't push my sales letters into a tweet stream because that will get a very low response rate. Your people want to socialize, people want to connect, people want to discover cool stuff. They, they, they don't want to, to be sold to. And, so once you master that, you'll be successful in every single uh, marketing thing that you do. Great. Kenneth, how do we reduce the dropout rate on our list? When you've taken so much time and effort to build up your subscribers, it's kind of disheartening to see someone sign up and then unsubscribe soon after. How do we stop that from happening? How do we keep people there for the long term? The easy, an- the easy answer is don't email them. <laughs> you don't email them and they won't unsubscribe. 
sure. because they don't know you're there. But I believe, I personally believe that the best way to reduce the unsubscribe rate is to just to increase the number of people that come into your funnel. And uh, what I mean by that is you can't stop anybody from unsubscribing, especially if you're, the reason you're doing email is to sell and people don't want you to sell. I mean, that's too bad for them. And if they remain on the list, even though you sell them part, uh, that shows that they are interested in what you have to say. So, People unsubscribing isn't a bad thing. It's a, it's a really good thing because, you know, now you only have the people who truly really want to hear what you have to say. Sure. So you're separating the wheat from the chaff, so to speak. In that sense, yeah. Okay. Are there any big mistakes that we should avoid when it comes to email marketing? Are there any common mistakes that people tend to make? Yeah. I think the biggest mistake is swiping. Actually copying wholesale or not even wholesale, even altering a little and cutting and pasting an email forward, especially during launches. I think, I think Frank Kern has to blame for this. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm nothing against that guy. I think he's one of my favorite marketers. But yeah. I think he, he promotes this whole lifestyle, the whole myth of the lazy cut and paste marketer. But honestly, when everybody subscribes to that policy, what you have is a lot of emails that sound like any other email that goes out. Sure. And again, it's, you, if all the emails sound alike, I mean, what's your competitive edge? And so it's, so even during a launch and stuff like that, the best is to rewrite the emails in a way that suits your personality and suits your voice. Mm-hmm. And in email salvation system, there's something that's a technique called writing down the bones. It is a semi-creative writing principle adapted for marketing use. But what you can do is you can write an email in 10 to 15 minutes and an email that can actually sell in that short span of time. I mean, even when I was talking to you, I mean, the proof lies in the pudding. I mean, I was, before I talked to you, I said, give me 15 more minutes. And in 15 minutes, I wrote two emails to send to my list. And I already got like quite a few uh, people subscribing to the, to the advanced, uh, um, to the webinar I'm going to do in two days time. Nice. Just from those two emails that you sent. Yeah. Great. You said earlier about the relationship with the list is the most important thing. What little things can we do for our list to build that rapport and that long-term relationship? I think it's to reveal, I guess the best way is to reveal more of your personal life. By personal life, I don't mean, you know, I mean just facets about your personality, facets about yourself that, that, that makes you unique. Like, you know, when I was, I talk a lot about my wedding in the early days of, um, of my, my email, like when I was doing my launch for the Twitter salvation system before, the reason why people could connect with us was because we introduced a, a nearly intimate part of ourselves yeah, that really drew people in. And, and, you know, I mean, people are attracted to intimacy. People are attracted to vulnerability. So the more you can show that, the more you can display that humanity in yourself in either your emails or your blog posts, you will get people getting closer to you and eventually buying from you. Because people buy from who you are before they buy what you sell. Sure. Kenneth, any last thoughts on why we should really be using email marketing if we aren't already? Yeah. It enables you to create, I mean, the highest leverage point of any uh, marketing thing is the email because, you know, if you automate your email, you can make money in your sleep. The whole... um, 
the whole thing is, um, you know, about making money in your sleep. And that's uh, the appealing point of email. And that is true. I mean, I have made money in my sleep. I went away on a weekend and come back and made sales to, to, to finance my, my weekend and all those things. So it's really, really powerful. And, um, and what it does is you take an email and I think it's almost you can double or triple or even quadruple your sales without spending a single cent more, without, you know, spending time to acquire a lead. If you have even a thousand people, 500 people, that's good enough to start. Because when I started, I have like 2,000 people or whatever it is. And, uh, and you know, we, we made enough money to finance a wedding just from that small group of people. And yeah, I mean, I, I personally believe in the kind of lifestyle that email marketing or successful email marketing can bring you. I mean, you can build backlinks all you want. You can do bomb marketing all you want. You can do PPC all you want, but it is in your emails. You really get the financially, the financial future that you create. Great. Well, that's the end of today's interview. Thanks everyone for tuning in. And Kenneth, thank you very much for coming on the show. Yep. You too. Thank you. Bye. The Online Marketing Show, every day with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.